In the new film, Being Frank, we go back to 1992, where a young man named Philip is in the throes of teen angst. His dreams are dashed when his overbearing father, Frank, played by Jim Gaffigan, forbids it, but his anger at rebellion is hypocritical, since Frank is out here doing dirty his own self. Joining me in the studio to tell us all about her, the film's director, Miranda Bailey, and the titular Frank, Jim Gaffigan. Welcome to Vocalo, y'all. Thank you for having us. Thanks. I'm uh, excited to have you both here. Let's go, let's get in our DeLorean right now and go back to 1992. What were you two doing? I had some teen angst of my, of my own back then. I was three years old in 1992. <laughs> oh, Wait, me too. <laughs> um, 1992, I had just gotten to New York and I had started stand-up comedy. I was failing at stand-up back then, you know? <laughs> what about you, Miranda? Well, well um, the reason the movie's set in 1992 is because that is when I was uh, the character Philip's age and my father left our family. So that's why I said it in 1992. We just mentioned the uh, 92. That's the year your your father left your family. Um, my father left my family before I was even around. So same, it's twinsies. <laughs> but all this time later, you're able to make art from from that. Is this yeah. an important part of your your kind of therapy journey? Yes, I guess. I don't, I don't think I really realized that until I had to write my director's statement for <laughs> Landmark Theaters. Um, yeah, I mean, I find um, I really like comedy much more than drama and sadness, but I, I find a lot of humor in, uh, in tragic things. <laughs> I'd say so do you, obviously, Jen. Yes. That's why we get along very well. Yes. <laughs> Jim, you've got uh, you're a family man. I am. I haven't left yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got you've got a wife. He doesn't and, have to. It is. I mean, you've got enough kids for everyone in this room, right? And uh, I can't imagine how exhausting it might seem to someone in your position to try to juggle two families. It's insane. Well, in real life, I have more children than I do, even with two families in this movie. <laughs> but yeah, the task of keeping track of two families. Two spouses, two sets of kids. And and Frank in this movie has two different philosophies, which he kind of adheres to. So it was something to kind of keep track of when we were shooting. But it was also, there were plenty of moments where I was like, I can't even fathom uh, going through this. Yeah. Because in one, he like drank and one, he jogged. And, you know, it was just a ridiculous. It's a ridiculous undertaking. It's kind of like uh, I feel like so much of the morality of my life is motivated by laziness. It's like <laughs> I just can't I can't kind of do stuff because I don't have that energy. You're listening to Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me in the studio from the new film Being Frank, director Miranda Bailey and one of the stars, Jim Gaffigan. Let's let's talk a little bit about uh, the discovery that uh, that Philip makes in his, uh, you know, he's out here trying to, to disobey and and do uh, what a lot of young folks uh, want to do, and then he he happens upon his father and his other family and goes about the business of coping with that. It, it seems, I mean, being a teenager is hard enough, just anyway. How on earth does does Philip manage? to, uh, I don't know, not just burn the whole place to the ground. Well, yeah, I mean, that's interesting because really Philip experiences a time that we all go through where we realize that our parents are not 
the devil or angels Mm -hmm. and that they're real people with real problems. And there's like this immense amount of freedom within that. But also it's terrifying because you suddenly have the responsibility to like actually make your own decisions and you aren't going to be just like them or just the opposite of them. Like you have, you know, a choice to make. And, you know, he he is a very sensitive boy like most guys are and wants to tell his mom but knows that it would hurt her and does not know what to do but he knows that he knows a secret now that he could possibly get what he wants out of Jim Gaffigan's character Frank and so he blackmails him yeah. which is you know who wouldn't yeah and teenagers are really good at manipulation oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's but, a skill I wish I still had <laughs> but then when he figures out you know how his dad got in such an, a, a, a situation he realizes that his dad, it was an accident, you know, and like, I mean, you know, it's an accident, but essentially, you know, Jim's character <laughs> did the wrong things, but for the right reason, which is kind of an odd, odd thing. As a dad, I feel like that's just, that should be on a t-shirt. You're just trying your best uh, to yeah. to raise your kids to not be assholes, I guess, basically, yeah. <laughs> at the end yeah. of the day. Do you, did you, do you find, did you, I know you're not out here catting around in your yeah. family, but do you, did you see some of yourself in Frank in that way? Definitely. I mean, well, I see, uh, you know, what I think this movie brings up, which I think is pretty profound, is that all the weaknesses of our parents, and you kind of discover this when you have kids, you're like, Oh, they did try their best. Because, like, when you're a teenager, you're like, these monsters yeah. ruining my life. <laughs> um, and You don't own me. In the end, everyone's trying their best. And, you know, I have a joke where I talk about being a parent is the most important thing I will fail at. Because there's no impasse. There's no practical way of doing it perfectly. Yeah. You know, you look at people and you think, all right, they're doing it better than me. But I, I think that's what I like about... Uh, one of the many things I like about this movie is that it brings some humanity and Logan Miller's character sees some humanity in his father who, um, you know, and that's how they bond. Yeah. They bond uh, over kind of like opening up, which sounds rather simplistic, but that's really what it comes down to. And even, you know, bonding with my parents as, uh, you know, as you get older, it's it's, you know, it's something that getting through the the age period of like being a teenager and being an adult and sharing the crisis is how you bond. You're listening to Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me in the studio, director Miranda Bailey and actor and comedian Jim Gaffigan. Their new film is called Being Frank. Uh, let's talk about Logan Miller. He's not here with us, but yeah. I like to give uh, our guests sometimes a chance to to uh, embarrass their collaborators. I was like Logan who? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, let's let's heap some praise on on this young man that is carrying this load of of being uh, you know the most confused teenage boy in the world. How did you know that he was your Philip Miranda? You know, this is actually a really funny story. I really like it because um, the big you know the big challenge was casting Frank. You know how. How do you find someone who is 
lovable no matter what. Um, And so once I had Jim locked in, that was great. And I figured I would have to discover uh, a Logan, which is a big challenge for me at that time as a first time narrative filmmaker, because, you know, someone who didn't know what they were doing. Um, And I ended up going to Sundance. It was right after Jim um, attached himself, went to Sundance. And a friend of mine had a movie he was producing. And I was running late, like you do at Sundance. And it was dark. And he hustled me in with my friend and got us right in the front seat, you know, where the cast are. And we're watching this movie, and I see Logan on screen, and I'm like, hey. I elbow my friend, and I'm like, this guy, that kid would be perfect as Jim Gaffigan's son. And she's like, yeah, totally, totally would. And when the lights came up, I was sitting next to him. <laughs> he's like, and he stands he's up like, to go welcome. on stage, and I'm like, and I see this older guy next to him. I'm like, are you his dad or manager? He's like, manager. I'm like, great, here's my card. Doing yeah. a movie starring Jim Gaffigan. I want him to play the lead opposite Jim. Call me. And then by Monday, he was on the picture. Yeah. So that was great. And then the rest of the young kids, actually, this was their first movie. Mm. So I was very fortunate because I had two kind of experts, which is Jim and Logan and obviously Anna Gunn and, and Samantha Mathis, who know what they're doing and could, you know, they're perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was able to like kind of like break my new actor directing chops with some of the smaller roles with these great kids who were just so excited to be there. Logan was born in the year that this movie takes place in, yeah. which is disgusting. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> were there uh, some uh, some historical references or context that you found yourselves? I was like, this is a Walkman. <laughs> you press play here. I actually used my very own Walkman from that time period. So That's amazing. Yeah, it's in the movie. Well, that's just a testament to how well things were made back then. And how well they're yeah, not made. I'm not sure it really worked, but it still worked yeah. in the movie. <laughs> I have interns here at the the radio station who, uh, you know, I'm not an old person, but I do find myself now the boss of folks who I am old enough to be their parents, right. and. Uh, I don't. I don't know how it happened. I sometimes uh, make them watch like old real worlds from the '90s on on YouTube, just so they can get a feel for you know where I'm coming from. Were right. you uh, Were yeah. you able to impart some '90s wisdom on these kids? You know, it's so interesting because uh, I, you know, like there was some discussions of that, but like particularly with Logan, you know, I got along with him so well, and we had so much fun doing this movie that it was. You know, because in the movie, their relationship shifts Mm -hmm. where they become closer and it starts off kind of awkward. So it was like more of the acting was involved in when we were awkward with each other (laughs) than when we were comfortable with each other. But like the the uh, the time frame difference, it's you know, I have a 15 year old daughter. And so, like, I'm trying to explain to her like she is like the biggest ally of like the LGBTQ community. And I'm trying to communicate to her that like when I was in high school, that was not the case. You know, it's like, and she's just like, well, why would anyone? And I'm like, it's like, it was a hundred years ago, (laughs) but it's like, and you bring up the real world where like, I feel like the real world, that was like that was one of the things that changed the course of this kind of view. And here we are in Pride Month. It's just amazing. It is amazing. I I, uh, I had to go back to my old high school uh, for a story uh, pretty recently, and there were like signs up 
uh, that like the feminist club, which also was not a thing back then, yeah. they're like free tampons in the nurses station. You can always talk about your period, and I'm just like, that would have ter- that was mortifying to yeah. think about back then. These 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 young folks are so they wear their hearts on their sleeves, and I gotta imagine that that makes them great to direct because they are so accepting and willing to take any sort of, of criticism or direction in that way. Well, we didn't that? really talk about periods or homosexuality, <laughs> although there is homosexuality in the but, movie. Yeah, that's a- uh, but, you know, it's it's so normalized now in, in my life, and I, I think there's that there wasn't really any, like, talk about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Thanks for the film. Thank you for, for telling this, this great story. Thank you so much for joining me today. 